Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Christian Project where we seek to connect our faith to our fitness. I finally brought out the good microphone, um, but it's not complete setup yet, so I don't have the uh, the thing that's supposed to make my voice a little bit softer. So I hope this is a little better quality, especially than last week's episode, but it will be better, I promise. I'm just still trying to settle into the new routine, and I don't know. This room's a bit crowded to fit the microphone in. If you're watching on the video, I'm literally holding it in my hand, which is which is a little bit different, to say the least. So today I wanted to take you kind of through a high-level overview of exercise, um, especially for a beginner or someone who hasn't exercised drastically in the past, which is, to be honest, most people I work with have not been, you know, elite level athletes in the past, but are new to exercise. And so I kind of want to give this basics overview of the things to keep in mind when you are creating an exercise program, or if you're working with a coach who is programming for you and what, you know, you can keep in mind. Um, kind of to understand why we do what we do, what the basic principles are in terms of, you know, programming your workouts. You know, you can't just walk into the gym, hit a few machines randomly every day and leave because then you're not repeatedly giving your body the chance to adapt. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But that's what today's episode is going to be like. And first, we'll actually look at the Bible um, because everything that we talk about here, Healthy Christian Project, comes back to scripture. What does God's word say? So in the Bible, we see a lot of people spent their lives exercising, but not in the same way that you would expect. No one was out here doing, you know, bench presses and and dumbbells and hit high intensity uh, orange theory classes or anything like that. But their exercise kind of consisted of physical labor. You know, a lot of people were farming or working the land. There was a lot of walking. You can see in the ministry of Jesus, he often moved from place to place. He was walking a lot, surely getting between, you know, 10 to 30,000 steps a day minimum. Just He was just moving, you know, Capernaum all the way down to Jerusalem from here to the Capolis to everywhere. So just because... It doesn't look like, you know, bodybuilding and and lifting a barbell and a dumbbell and, and a kettlebell and all the bells doesn't mean it's not exercise. Now, we also know that the, bod- that the Bible tells us a couple of things. Um, the Bible tells us that we are temples of the Holy Spirit, which means we have to take care of our bodies. We have to steward them wisely. And we also know Paul, uh, St. Paul loves, loves, loves to talk about physical exercise. He loves to liken a lot of the analogies he makes to an athlete who's competing in the games. He says in First Timothy that physical training has some value, but godliness has eternal value, which means two things. Physical training is important 100%. It keeps you healthy, keeps you well, keeps you able to serve God longer and be physically fit to serve him, to serve your family. But godliness is infinitely more important because that's what will actually have eternal value. So your prior, your priorities should always have God above yourself. So our physical fitness, our training helps us as Christians to serve better. And this is where I kind of want to get into the question before we get into the basics of exercise. What do you, what do you want to be fit for? 
Or a better question, who do you want to be fit for? Do you want to be fit for yourself? Which is, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing and it's okay to be to want that, you know, to want to be a better athlete, to want to be able to run 5K just for the sake of running 5K or whatever that reason is. Or do you want to be fit for your family to be able to keep up with your kids one day or your grandkids or however old you are or yourself or your wife? I don't know. Or do you want to be fit for God to be able to serve him in your work, in your ministry, in whatever he's called you to do? All of these are good reasons, but priorities, godliness above physical training. And we have to keep in mind what is at the core, at the center of what we do, because that's actually what's going to fuel us in the long term. And just a, a short little thing here, um, I kind of want to chat just a little bit about keeping that long-term goal in mind. Because, you know, a lot of us have these, we get stuck in the short term, we get stuck in the here and now, and it's not a bad thing to be in the here and now. But because we live in such a fast-paced society, you know, Amazon packages are coming in one day or faster, you order food, it's brought to you in 30 minutes on Uber Eats and whatever you have, you almost expect quick results. You expect to do one workout and have one great day of eating and you want the result tomorrow. And, you know, after doing all these things for a while, it can seem discouraging that you're not seeing the results. But keep the long-term focus in mind, especially when you're going through this. Because, yes, every day is a choice between health and, for lack of a better word, unhealth. Um, but you got to keep going there. You can't stop just because you're not seeing the results that you expected to. To give you a practical example, I'm currently not seeing the results that I'm expecting to. Maybe it's from my own training, but also in my business. And just I was, I was not expecting to be where I currently am right now, but I'm still going. And so are many of my clients. I know many of my clients are struggling with their own fitness because so many things have come up. They still have that long-term goal in play. They're still moving towards it slowly. And, you know, a lot of people overestimate what they can achieve in three months and underestimate what they can achieve in one year, two years, three years of slow, consistent progress. It's really a tortoise in the hare situation here. But anyways... When we're physically unfit, it can hinder us from serving our neighbors and even doing whatever God has called us to do. So we as Christians have to be as fit as possible to do the work God has assigned for us. But with that being said, do what you can. God has given everyone a certain measure of health. Think of it like the parable of the talents. And you can either use that health to serve him and to maximize, you know, your return on your investment, I'm not really big into finances, but get as much out of it as you can, or you can put it away and hide it and say, oh, you know, you're a, you're, you reap or you do not sow, you're a bad master, here's your talent back, just kind of like that parable. So not everyone has the same capabilities, but God still expects a level of fruitfulness from what he's blessed you with. If you're a mom, 
with a newborn baby and you're working a full-time job from home, you're not able to do the same thing as a 20-year-old single guy who has no commitments other than his schooling. If you had a surgery or have an injury, it's very different than if you have none. So do what you can. If all you can afford is 15 minutes of walking, then that's amazing. Do your 15 minutes of walking. Now, after we got this do what you can principle out of the way, let's move on to what the basics of exercise here. And, you know, when we're learning about programming for clients, we call this the fit principle. F-I-T-T. If you're taking notes, which I'm assuming no one is, that's okay. Uh, But F-I-T-T. F stands for frequency. I stands for intensity. T, first T stands for time. And second T stands for type. So let's break down what each of those means. Frequency is pretty self-explanatory. How often are you exercising? Are you exercising one time a week, two times a week, three, four, five, six, seven? However much you're exercising, it's really important to understand the frequency. Number two is intensity. On a scale of one to 10, how hard is your workout? Not every workout should be a 10 out of 10, but also not every workout should be a one out of 10. It's important to listen to your body and see what you can do that day based on how you're feeling, but it's also important to have a goal in mind. Maybe this day you're planning for a seven, and then after a little bit of rest, you're planning for an eight, and then another day you're planning for a four because that's a rest week or something like that. Number three is time. How long are your workouts? Are they one hour, two hours? Are they 10 minutes? Typically for general population, 20 to 30 minutes of medium intensity work like exercise a day is sufficient for us to see incredible benefits, benefits to your brain, benefits to your body, to your heart, to your lungs, to your blood pressure, to your blood sugar, insulin resistance, everything here from zero to like a million benefits just from 20 to 30 minutes of medium intensity. Again, remember intensity one to 10 medium is about a five. And then finally, type. So the last T in the FIT principle, type. What type of exercise are you doing? Because not ex- every exercise is equal. The different different things will challenge different muscles and different parts of the body and different systems. Are you doing cardio? Are you going for a run? Are you cycling? Well, that's going to be challenging different systems than a ballet workout will, different systems than a strength training session will different systems than a HIIT workout or a stretching or walking. All of these are working on different systems. Which is best? Well, I don't know. That depends on your goals. That depends on like, what do you want to do? What do you need at this moment? What are you capable of? If you want to run a marathon, it's going to be a different training plan than if your goals are to lose 10 pounds. If your goal is to complete a bodybuilding competition, or if your goal is to put on 30 pounds of muscle, I don't know what your goals are. And that's why I don't know what specific type of exercise is right for you. But I can tell you that not everything is equal, but they're all beneficial. So just another note here, um, for strength training specifically, You want to make sure that you have the fundamental movement patterns. 
So what are these fundamental movement patterns? Well, they're movements that your body will do on a day-to-day basis that you need to strengthen. So for example, pull, squat, hinge, lunge, and twist. Now, these are things that we as coaches work into your training. But if you don't have a coach, just take a look at where you see these in everyday life and why it's important for you to strengthen them in gym as well. So an example of this in the gym is bench press or push-ups. But what are you doing this in real life? Well, think about where you're when you're pushing a door open or you're pushing a cart. It's a lot of pushing, a lot of chest muscles involved there. You want to be able to strengthen that. Maybe you're pushing a car out of a ditch. I don't know what you're pushing. Number two, pull. So example in the gym is a pull-up or a row. Well, what about, you know, in day-to-day activities when you are pulling a really heavy door? I'm keep coming back to the door example, but it's a good example when you're pulling a really heavy door. Or what about if you are, I don't know, playing, uh, what's that game with the ropes? Uh, tug of war? I don't know. I'm, I'm having trouble thinking about where you're going to pull. But like, there's always something to be pulling. Number three, squat. Obviously in the gym, a squat, a barbell squat, a dumbbell squat, a goblet squat, a resistance band squat. But where are you squatting in real life? Every time you sit down. Every time you sit down, you're squatting. Every time you get up, you're squatting. What about hinge? An example in the gym being a deadlift. An example in real life being hinging down to pick up a box or something heavy from the floor. A lunge. So in the gym, yeah, stepping back with your foot, going down into a lunge, coming up. But in real life, walking up the stairs is a lunge. But twisting. An example in the gym could be an oblique twist. But an example in real life is, you know, looking over your shoulder to see something behind you or moving, like putting your seatbelt on or something simple as that. So we need to train these fundamental movement patterns when we're putting together our own program, because these are patterns that you want to strengthen in everyday life. These are things you're actually going to experience. Now, I know a lot of this is uh, seeming complicated, and I don't want it to. I've been trying to give you a very high-level overview of what the important things are for fitness and health. And we trainers and coaches spend a lot of time studying this stuff and learning. And even I don't know everything. I'm still, I don't want to say I'm a beginner, but like, you know, two, three years in the coaching industry, I'm not, I'm not necessarily an expert, but I do know, I have learned quite a bit. And over that time, I can tell you that the more you know, the more you also realize you don't know. And so don't feel intimidated that you don't know a lot of this stuff because that's completely okay. Take your time, learn, and trust that you will slowly get it. And if you're scared, if you don't understand what to do, if you're feeling intimidated, feel free to just shoot me a text and I'll be glad to help. You can shoot me on Instagram at elisamaha, E-L-I-E-S-A-M-A-H-A-A. Or you can email me, I'll put my email in the description, or wherever you just get in contact with me, we can have a conversation. If you need help putting together a customized workout program, you don't know what type of exercise is best for you, how long, what intensity, what frequency, that's okay. But if you do want to do this on your own, a good place to start is going to my YouTube channel. 
Um, I have a couple sample workouts on there that you can do just to start, just to start exercising. It's 15 minutes. It's body weight only. It's a really good place to start. Um, and remember, you know, a lot of this stuff isn't necessarily easy, but it's very simple. Simple doesn't mean easy, but don't feel threatened uh, by simplicity because you don't need a complicated answer. You just, it's a very simple answer, but it's not always easy. So with that being said, um, some closing remarks. I was just kind of thinking about this today. And I mentioned at the very beginning, what are we fit for? But everyone has a goal, right? Maybe the goal is to lose 20 pounds. It's a cool goal. And let's dig a little bit deeper. Why? Maybe you want to, like we said at the beginning, play with your kids, play with your grandkids. Maybe you want to feel better for your husband or for your wife. Maybe you went to the gym the other day and you hated the way you felt. You got lightheaded and, and dizzy and you didn't think that you feel this old. Maybe you your doctor told you that it's time to start losing some weight because of a health care. Knowing the actual reason helps you see the big picture. And yes, you're taking the slow route. You're going to be making these decisions day to day to work out, to eat healthy, to move a little bit more, to sleep well. And day to day, it's going to feel useless and painfully slow. It's going to feel like nothing's happening. But in the long run, if you consistently keep it up, these decisions will benefit you. I promise. Keep it up. Consistency over intensity. So let's say the one-year goal is losing 50 pounds. It's awesome. Now you have this long-term goal, but you also have to break it up. You know, you can't just say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. This is the workout I'm going to do every single day. No, you have to break it up. You know, for the first six to 12 weeks, let's focus on building a foundation. If you've never exercised before, this is a necessity. Build a foundation. Understand the fundamental movement patterns, how your body moves. Build good technique. And then after these six weeks, we can start building on top of that. You know, maybe we're progressing slowly towards some other thing. Maybe you want to increase your cardiorespiratory function. Maybe you want to get stronger in a specific movement or you have some weaknesses or an injury that you want to work around. But you don't have the same goal in every quarter, but they're all harmonizing and working together towards the big goal, the overarching goal at the very end. Don't get stuck looking at the small picture and forget what you're training for in the first place. We expect quick results because everything quick, everything else comes quick in our lives. And then three months comes and we give up because we didn't get to where we expected we'd get. Look at the big picture. Health is a choice. It's not always an easy one, but it's one you are making day to day, slowly. Do you want quick results or do you want sustainable results? Very often they're separate things. The quick route is extreme and can promote unhealthy behaviors in the long term. Restriction promotes binging. The slow route, the sustainable route, is slow. It's boring. It feels like nothing is happening. It can be discouraging. But it's what will actually give you results that last for a lifetime. That's the basics of exercise. At least all you need to know to start putting together your own training program. 
And if you don't want to put your own together, maybe you don't have the time or you feel confused or I understand. Um, even I, you know, as a coach, am working with a coach and I'm working with a coach because I don't understand everything. I'm still learning and I want the most efficient way to reach my goals as well. I think there's always something to learn and I'm always curious about what I can learn working with others, whether I'm working with you or you're working with me or I'm working with someone else. There's always something for me to learn and for you to learn. So yeah, if you feel like, you know, you want to start exercising, don't know where to start, but you want a routine, shoot me a DM on Instagram, just say I'm ready and we'll have a conversation. Thank you if you've come all the way to the end of this episode. And if you could do me a couple of favors, number one, feel free to follow this podcast and rate it. It really helps me a lot um, in terms of getting the podcast out to new people, new audiences. If if you know anyone who could benefit from this episode, literally just send this episode to them. It would really mean a lot to me. And follow so you know when I'm when I'm posting new episodes, by the way, it's every Monday at 9 a.m. EST, a new episode comes out. I've been pretty consistent with it for the past 51 weeks. So I'm going to try for the next 49 weeks till we get to 100 and then beyond. And yeah, um, if you have any comments, feel free to leave a comment or to shoot me uh, any questions at any point. Like I'm always available. Uh, don't feel shy. I'm here as a friend. God bless you, and I hope you can catch us next time on another episode of the Healthy Christian Project. Mm-hmm.